0: What's going on? Hey there, thanks so much for joining me today on The Shaleen Show, where we are going to talk about finances, your money situation, why it creates such stress and tension in our lives, and what you can do about it. Sierra's little legs dangled out the front of the shopping cart that was overflowing with groceries for the week. It was bread and milk and cereal and all of the things that a family of four needs Brock followed behind pushing one of those little miniature carts that they make for kids. Our cart was so full, Brock followed behind me pushing his own little miniature cart. On this day, we had so many groceries, and with Sierra sitting in the front part of the cart, it was actually very convenient that Brock had extra space in his miniature cart to handle our overflow. I was never one of those people who totaled up exactly what they were spending as they placed things in their cart. But on this day i knew it was going to be a really big total once we reached the register now from the time i was about 15 years old i took it upon myself to just pay for everything myself i started my first business when i was really young i raised the money myself to be able to put myself through college i worked multiple jobs started my own business and was really proud. I've always been really proud. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it many times on this show. Really proud of the fact that I became financially independent from such a young age. That does not mean that I was financially secure. It means I was financially independent, but that meant there are a lot of months where when I went grocery shopping, it was 79 cent cans of soup. I sustained myself on like really poor nutrition. And there are many times where I had to like sell things to be able to make my rent, skip out on doing entertainment. And money was always tight. There was never anything extra. In my teens and even into my very early 20s, there were plenty of times where I would pull out my credit card to pay for something only to be mortified when the clerk would hand my card back to me and let me know that the charge had been declined. Now, if you've ever had this happen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a horrible feeling. It's a sense of shame, embarrassment, and sometimes it's a sense of dread or fear, like how am I going to be able to pay for really important things like food, shelter, my rent this month. I'll never forget being in college, on my way to my second job at the law firm, also on E. I made it on fumes into the gas station. Rolled in, I put just $10 in my tank because I knew I was going to be cutting it close. Sure enough, I handed my card to the gas station attendant to run it. And he handed it back to me and said, I'm sorry, your credit card has been declined. Do you have another card? And I didn't. I literally had to scrounge through my purse and the car and luckily found just enough change to pay for my $10 in gasoline. But it was a sinking feeling. It was a knot in the bottom of my stomach, a nervousness and anxiety that stayed with me for years. And so even on this day, as I'm married and We're making great money. I still would have this feeling of anxiety every single time I went to hand a clerk my credit card, even though it had been years and years since I had been in decline. But on this day, my fears were once again realized. The clerk handed back the card to me and said, I'm sorry, do you have another card I can try? This one has been declined. How could that be? I said, it's an American Express. Like, I don't know if we have a balance. I mean, we pay it off every month. How could that be? Try it again. And she did. And very discreetly looked at me and said, I'm sorry. It says I need to take the card. I could feel my face turning red. I could feel myself starting to sweat. The kids are squirming. What's going on, mommy? What's going on? I scrambled to find another card in my purse and nervously handed it over to the clerk. I waited. Sheepishly, she looked up at me and said, Oh. I'm sorry, this one declined too. By now, I'm mortified. I'm so embarrassed and I don't understand. I'm really confused. So I write a check and I leave. I put the groceries in the car. I get home and I just have the sinking feeling that something is not right. We were in debt to a level at which I had no idea. That debt was a combination of some things that were going on in our marriage at the time, including an addiction to gambling on the part of Brett and my own addiction to work. We'll save those details for another podcast. Although I didn't piece all of these things together on that day, that day in my mind is a day that our spending changed, the day that I realized something was wrong and we had to do everything differently. Eventually, Brett went into treatment. I started doing therapy. And together, we had to figure out how to pull ourselves out of debt, massive debt. $487,000 worth of debt. I know what it feels like to experience the tension, the anxiety, and the overwhelming sense of like doom that's always hanging over your head when you're in debt. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to lose income. I know what it feels like to lose a job. I know what it feels like to wake up every day and to wonder how in the world you're going to make ends meet. I know what that feels like. It's a horrible feeling. But I also know what it feels like to climb back out of that and get to the other side. I also happen to know how good it feels to have options to not have to worry about money to be able to get a phone call from someone who's in dire straits and to know that you can help them to know that if it comes down to somebody needing life-saving procedure or something their insurance doesn't cover a friend who needs a loan someone you care about who needs an investment to get their idea off the ground i know how good it feels To not have to worry about that and to say, yes, we can help. Yes, we can be of assistance. Yes, we can decide to do this because we don't have to worry about whether we can afford it or not. We can do it. I don't say that to brag. I know you know that. If you listen to me enough, I hope you know that. I say that because I want you to know I've been on both sides and it's much better to be here in a place where you have options. You know, recently I asked Brett what his favorite thing was about his life and the word he used was, Options. He said, I love that we have choices. That's freedom. And when you don't have financial security, you don't have freedom. You don't have options. What you do have is a lot of stress and a lot of tension, but it's possible to turn that around. I'm going to share with you the tips that we followed in order to stop the bleeding and make a plan to not only get ourselves out of debt and stop spending so much, but to start saving money and even making money. Now, before I get into those tips, I want to tell you about something that we as a family are doing that I want to invite you and your friends or your family to join us in myself, my husband, and my son, Brock, and hopefully Sierra too will take part in this. We are going to be doing a five-day challenge all about how to take things you have in your home and resell them and make money, like the right way to do this. Now, we've done this a couple of different times with our small groups inside the Marketing Impact Academy, but we just realized with everything that's going on with people right now, People losing their jobs, people worried about losing their jobs, being furloughed, making less money, businesses that are on the brink of disaster, people who are just trying to make ends meet, or people who are worried about what's going to happen in the future. I don't want you to worry. I want you to take action. We want you to take action. And one of the easiest ways to do this, especially if you're like, I don't know if I necessarily want to start a business or I don't know what my thing is. Well, one of the easiest ways to create your own side hustle is by learning how to resell things online. So one story I want to share with you in particular is with a gal who did this challenge who had a big box full of figurines (laughs) that her mother dropped on her doorstep. And she's like, mom, what do I want with these horrible figurines? But she didn't have the heart. To tell her mom who was in a a memory care facility that she didn't want these figurines that her mom had been collecting all these years. And she was literally going to throw them away when she learned of our challenge and was like, okay, I mean, what the heck, if I could even just make 50 bucks, then at least I wouldn't feel so bad about these stupid figurines. I just don't have the heart to throw them away. But like, if I, you know, could make a little extra money and apply that towards my mom's care or whatever, like I would feel better about this. So She takes these little figurines and she starts listing them with a challenge on eBay, right? And in less than five days, she's already made $1,000. A recent college grad who is kind of freaking out because she's got student debt that's going to be due soon and no jobs in sight. She's really freaking out and thinking like, okay, well, I could nanny, I could try to get a job waitressing, except that there are no waitressing jobs. Like the work she would normally fall back on, like service work, even most of those jobs have pretty much dried up. So what she did was take old laptops and electronics and list them online. I mean, we're talking electronics that the family was about to throw away or donate. And in less than five days time, she had already made $1,200. This is something I want to teach you to do. It's a five-day challenge. Myself, my husband, our family, we are going to walk you through the process of figuring out what it is you have in your house that's most marketable. We're going to help you declutter, get your house organized, and in the process, make some extra money. Now, listen, if you've got kids, if you've got high schoolers or college-age students, get them involved in this. This is how you're going to teach kids, number one, to value the things that they have and not just give them away, throw them away, or mistreat them, but to understand that they are valuable to other people and how to earn a little bit of their own money, even how to go to resale locations, buying extra goods and reselling them for a higher price point online. It's a really simple five-day challenge. Anyone can do it. It costs $0. We're doing this for free, you guys. All you have to do is go to shaleen.com forward slash challenge. Got it? shaleen.com forward slash challenge enter your email address. I will send you an invitation to a private Facebook group and then you'll get notifications of when we're going to start it. Basically, I'm going to go live for five days. Basically, we, the Johnsons, are going to go live for five days and we're going to give you in 20 minutes the steps you need to complete that day. Literally, it'll take you 20 minutes And by the end of day three, you'll be ready to start making money. Now, I'm not saying you're going to make enough money to like, you know, pay your mortgage, but it's possible. But for sure, you're going to understand like how to do this. And for many of you, this is going to turn into a very viable side hustle. You may have heard, in fact, I'm going to put a link in my show notes. I did an interview on Build Your Tribe with a gal who started off doing this, just selling leftover craft supplies, And in the process, she made over $100,000 selling leftover craft supplies. Like there's some real opportunities here. I'm not going to tell you you're going to make $100,000, but you're going to be very, very surprised at how simple this is, how you can systematize this, how you can do this with zero cost. Like you don't need a website. You don't need anything other than a smartphone. And we're going to walk you through the process. So get yourself signed up. All right. Each person that signs up needs to enter their own email address because we're going to have contests. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a challenge. And we're going to see how much money you can make in five days. I mean, what do you have to lose? Do it right now while you're listening to the podcast, okay? Before I go through our money-saving tips, go to shaleen.com forward slash challenge. And by the way, I am going to be doing this with you too. In fact, I am going to do it in real time. I'm going to create a Shopify site and I'm going to put up my apparel, my shoes, my outfits that I've worn like to events and things that otherwise I would donate or resell these items. And I'm going to donate 100% of my proceeds to a charity of my choosing, which I will share with you on that page. So I'm going to do this with you. So if you love my shoes or if maybe we wear the same size and you're like, oh, I want that shirt. Well, maybe now you'll have your chance to pick it up and help out a charity in the process. So again, that's another reason why you want to be a part of this challenge one thing I will not be selling is my socks. Even though every once in a while I get weird creeper messages from people with foot fetishes, I will not be selling my socks. Why won't I be selling my socks? Because I love my socks. Because I have fallen in love with today's show sponsor. It's a company called Features. Features like feet, F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S. Features are the sock that I've been searching for for pretty much all of my life. I am like really strange and uncomfortable about socks. Like socks, (laughs) are you with me? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like they can ruin your workout. They can ruin everything. So for me to find a no-show sock that wasn't so thick that it cut off the circulation in my toes, wasn't so thin that I would get blisters or holes in them and finding that perfect sock that had like just enough compression in it and also would stay up but not like be showing Like, this is the company. This is how I found features by doing market research. And once I found them, I begged them to be a show sponsor. And now they are. So you can try features of your own. All you have to do to figure out why these socks are so amazing and they've quickly become the number one running sock in America is go to features, F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S, features.com and enter the promo code Shaleen when you check out and that will give you, get this $10 off your first pair of features. It's so fun because I've been getting tags from those of you who've tried features on Instagram and you're saying like, okay, you're right. These are freaking amazing. So again, it's features.com. The code for $10 off is Shaleen, which is my name. It's great because they offer a lifetime guarantee on their socks. You're not going to get any holes in them. It's a family-owned company. I freaking love that. It's a company that was founded here in the United States in 2002. These socks have been engineered. So there's a left sock and a right sock, and they're just amazing. And They've got lots of different options too. They're thin where they need to be thin, and they're padded where they need cushion. They're the best. Features.com. Enter the code Shalene for $10 off. Okay, I'm super excited to have you do that with us. Now let's talk about what you need to do immediately to stop the bleeding. Well, it starts with understanding exactly what is going on. You see, in that moment when I handed over my credit card to the grocery clerk, I really didn't have any idea what was going on. I was the moneymaker. I didn't keep track of what was coming in, what was going out, and I had no idea what was happening with our credit card statements or our bank statements. So the number one thing you need to do, I don't care what role you play in your family, if you're the person who doesn't pay the bills or who just pays the credit card statements and doesn't look at the income statements coming in, you're gonna go through this process and I'm gonna walk you through it. Number one is you need to know your monthly net income. The first step of creating any type of budget, of any type of awareness, any type of plan starts with you understanding how much money is coming in after taxes. Remember that you've got to subtract your deductions like social security taxes, regular taxes, 401k, any other fees or deductions that come out of your income. And when you're creating a budget, you need to do this. You need to take your income or your take-home pay after these deductions And that is known as your net income. Now, if you're a freelancer, if you're in business for yourself, if your income is irregular, well, then again, you're going to have to take a look at what your earnings are estimated at being this year, combined with your realistic projections. And of course, taking into consideration the taxes you're gonna have to pay on that income. Okay, so there's your net monthly income. That's your first step is determine your net monthly income next you're going to download your credit cards your debit cards and your bank card statements and these are really important because it's a great place for you to start to look at and itemize and begin to categorize your monthly expenditures like this one step alone like even just kind of categorizing your expenditures is going to speed up the entire process it's also going to trust me immediately make it very obvious what things you are unnecessarily spending money on. Like maybe, well, we'll get to that in just a moment. But it's just crazy when you have all of your statements laying out in front of you, grab a highlighter pen too, because some of these things are just gonna make you mad. You're gonna realize once you print these out that you've been paying for things for months, maybe even years that you don't use, don't need. And it's just money down the drain, maybe, maybe. I have to tell you that whenever I do this and I find out that I've been paying for something that I didn't need to pay for for several months and I haven't used it, I always contact that company and I usually can get like the last couple of months removed from the charges because, you know, they don't want to fight. All right. Step three is you need to create a master list of all of your spending. That's why step two was to download all of your credit cards, debit cards, and bank statements because step three is super easy if you've already done that. Now you can use a pen and a piece of paper to list out all of your spending, or you can do it on a Google doc, or you can use an app if you want, but definitely create categories for your spending like entertainment, food, beauty, clothing, work-related, travel-related, home expenses, insurance. Now, because you are creating this master list according to category, It's also going to be painfully obvious to you what areas you probably need to cut back on. Now, I want you to make a separate column that you're going to write at the top of this column fixed expenses. And these are expenses that there's nothing you can do about changing it, like, for example, your mortgage or your rent or your utilities. I would say car payment, but sometimes you can get, you can contact your credit company and negotiate even a lower payment, especially post-COVID, companies are very willing to work with you. They just want to make sure that people are still making their payments. Make sure that they're not tacking interest on to the end of your note. But if there's a way that you can reduce any one of your fixed expenses, like getting into a better program or a different plan, if you will, and reduce your charges for that reason, you should do so. But there's a lot of things that just your expense, the amount of money that you're spending on it each month is not going to change. It just is what it is. Some things that may vary from month to month are things like groceries or gas or entertainment. Like those are areas where you can change the amount that you're spending. You can just decide to spend less. You can decide to drive less. You can decide to buy cheaper groceries. Like, but I want two columns, one that's fixed expenses, prices that don't change, and then a summary of additional expenditures. Now, once you have this, I want you to now, your next step, to create a list of monthly expenses where you can reduce or eliminate the cost. Now, when it comes to this step, it is go time. So unless you have a rich aunt waiting in the wings about to croak and leave her inheritance to you, the best place for you to start saving money is to figure out the areas where you're spending money and you don't need to. It can be curtailed at a minimum or possibly even eliminated. Like start by looking at your habits. If you're serious about doing this, look at what things you're spending your money on that you could like maybe cut back on or maybe they're unnecessary or maybe the thing that you're spending, like you don't have to buy makeup that's so expensive or you can buy a new purse every once in a while, but does it really need to be a Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. It's just unnecessary spending. I want you to review everything that was on your credit card statements, like subscriptions, reoccurring charges, memberships you're no longer using, any and all expenses that you can cut out, cut them out. Call the credit card companies, call credit institutions and see if you can negotiate and get better plans, lower interest rates. I mean, you just don't know until you ask. So this step was all about figuring out ways where you can reduce your spending. Okay, now what you should have is a new list that you're going to complete. So you can turn the page, if you're doing this in a notebook, turn the page, and this page across the top, you would write necessary monthly expenditures. And on this step, you're going to create a master list of everything you need to spend money on, right? I mean, within reason. I'm not asking you to live like a survivalist, but I am asking like, okay, if you really are serious about, cutting out the stress that you feel from living in financial dire straits, then you got to get real serious about creating this budget. On this page is where you're going to list everything you you need to spend. And it's important that you account for absolutely everything you can think of and more. In fact, it's probably better for you to overestimate what it is you need to spend than to underestimate. Now, your last and final step is to create a new budget. Our first couple of steps were designed to help you determine your net income. Like, what's the total amount that's after taxes, after expenses that you have coming in? And now, in our final step, you looked at what is the absolute bare minimum necessary monthly expenses that need to go out. And what you should see is a big difference between what was happening before you started creating this plan and what should happen if you stick to your guns and follow this financial goal you've created for yourself. Now, I'm going to place a link in our show notes to a site called NerdWallet. It's a great site, and they offer free budgeting workshops and worksheets. So, you know, if you're having a difficult time kind of formulating this as I'm walking you through it and picturing what it looks like on paper, they've got some great budgeting tools there that make all of this a breeze. But don't overcomplicate it. It's really just about getting a pen to paper and figuring out what's coming in and what's going out. Once you have that, like you're really sitting in the catbird seat. Like then it gets exciting. Then, you know, it doesn't feel like you're always wondering when you hand your credit card to the clerk, if it's actually going to be declined, you know exactly where you are. And when you know exactly where you are, it gives you a sense of peace. Even if where you are is not where you want to be, you know what you need to do to get there. And if you don't love your financial situation, you've got a couple of choices. Number one, keep burying your head, putting your head in the sand and, and watch it just destroy you. Number two, start cutting back and live a more frugal life. And number three is start making more money And I guess if we're going to have a number four, it would be to do number two and number three. In other words, let's cut back. And at the same time, let's start making more money. I know you already have a job or you have very limited time because my goodness, now you're a homeschooling mom and you're trying to work from home and, 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 and. I get it. Sister, brother, trust me when I say I freaking get it. I totally understand. But what I'm talking about in terms of like doing this challenge with my family is literally like 20 minutes a day to get the ball rolling, to start making extra income. And the whole point of us doing this is for me to give you a taste and maybe your kids a taste and maybe your spouse a taste of how much actual control you do have over your financial situation and that today, unlike any other time in history, it is possible to make money without spending money. Like when Brett and I had to do this, this is like back in the day, day like there wasn't social media, there wasn't Shopify, there weren't apps like Poshmark and Mercari. None of these things existed back then. We had to run ads in Craigslist and sell things that we had. It cost us money, but we still made money. What we're gonna help you do is figure out how to make money without spending any additional money. But your first steps are to figure out how to stop the bleeding and begin to save money. Your next step is to make sure you sign up for our free challenge. So again, it's at shaleen.com forward slash challenge. Here's what I challenge you to do. I challenge you to post about this and let me know on your Instagram stories, that you're going to be doing this. Tag me. And I want you to say on your stories, hey, if you want to do this with me, click yes or no. And anyone who clicks yes, reply to them and say, okay, here's the link. Let's get signed up. Let's do this together and keep each other accountable. Maybe you'll have a group of five people or 10 people, or maybe it's your mom or best friend or or your daughter. But I want you to do this with someone because that's really going to help you with your money mindset. And it's exciting and it'll be fun. I'm really excited to do this with you. I'm excited to do this with my family. We just did a five-day Instagram challenge. It was just me and Brock. Oh my gosh, that was so freaking fun. I'm so proud of that kid. I'm so proud of him. Brock has had a lot of exciting changes happening this month. If you are interested in following along with the Johnson saga, you can go check out my latest Instagram post. It said, what about college? That's what my post says. And it's a picture of me and Brock and you'll see his latest update. Anyways, you'll get to see Brock in the challenge with us, this money-making challenge. And I'm excited to see you, your family and your friends. So thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for following through on these steps because it's just ridiculous to think that your relationship, your health, your well-being, your legacy could be in jeopardy because of the things you are not doing right now as it relates to your finances because you think you don't have options. And I'm telling you, you have options. I'm going to teach you how to make this a reality. All right, guys, I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.